ready for the word? You ready for the word? I got something for you, man. Something that's been cooking. It's been cooking and let it marinate. Grab your Bible. Let's go. Let's go for it. Let's go for it together. Um, let me ask you this question. I'm going to ask you to do something for me. I want you to look up at the screen. And I want, uh, let, me, uh, let me see, Who, who's willing to answer some questions for me? And is there anybody in the room that's willing to answer some questions for me? Let's see who we have. Bud, you think Bud will do that? You think Bud will ask? Bud, come on up here real quick. Everybody give it up for Bud. Come on up here real quick, Bud. I love Bud, man. We go way back. We go way back. Bud, come on up here, man. Real quick, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to look up at the screen. Go ahead and look up at that screen right over there. I want you to tell me what you see, bud. I want you to tell me what you see. A man sitting on a bus. A man sitting. That, was, that wasn't too hard, all right? I want you to describe what you see on that and the picture all around. Go ahead and describe what's on that picture. Burnout or... Okay. Burnt like out bus. In like a parking area, maybe. Okay. Um, seems, to, seems to be a... Light shining on because it's kind okay. of a shadow. You, you see a light and a shadow. Okay. All right. Fantastic. All right. So here's let's let's let's, let's recap what he said. He saw a bus. He saw shadows. Yep. You saw some burnt situations, yep. right? Burnt stuff. Um, and what is another thing you said? Something like a parking lot area. Yep. What's crazy is that this screen, while a lot of people think it's the same, uh, go ahead to the next slide over here. I want you to come over here. I want you to tell me what you see. That's the same thing. Hmm. Yeah, it's a wall now. <laughs> it's a wall now. Now, your eyes didn't deceive you. Go back one picture. Mm-hmm. This is the same place, same situation. Hmm. Now go back to the second picture. Same situation. Now let me ask you something, but you looked at it and you described to me what you saw. Now, looking at this picture right here, do you see the same thing? No, I don't. It's not there, it's not the same, but it's the same. It's the same location, same block, same situation, except someone pushed their image so you could see, and they can tell you what to see. That first image told you what to believe. Go back one more. There it is, right? You have the image that he wanted. The painter is the guy right on the bus. He painted that. But what's really there is this. Friends, can I tell you something? The worst thing you can do is see what God is doing with your eyes. Your eyes are supposed to be the second way you see what God is doing. You're supposed to be able to see in the spirit what God is doing first because our eyes can be be deceived, right? Eyes can be deceived. Give it up for Bud, everybody. This guy's amazing. Amazing. Bud, I I, I didn't mean to tease you on that one because I asked you to tell me what you see. Everybody saw the same thing. Raise your hand if you saw the same thing he saw. That's not your fault, but the problem is that we do the same thing in the spirit. We do the same thing in the spirit. 
We are, an image is forced upon us to believe. And I got a, I got a message for you this morning. It's not going to be terribly long, but I tell you right now, it's, it's part one of two. Because I got a word for you next week. And next week is, is talking about the antidote to the America's sickness. So you don't want to miss that. Some of you are like, can you just preach that this morning? <laughs> but I got to set the tone this morning. Are you with me? So I want to bring a message entitled, If My People. If My People. You see the theme this morning has been about battling. Yes? Everyone has been in battles. Come on, if you are married... Did I need to finish that sentence? If you have kids, do I need to change? Do I need to add anything to that sentence? No. If you work with people, this is how I find my battles. Come on, somebody. <laughs> no, that's not how you. That's not how you find. The flesh can be deceived. The flesh can be deceived. And I'm, I'm believing that the church of God, there's been an image spray painted on what is real. And we're forced to believe something. And you know what some of you are forced to believe? That you have no purpose. That you have no life. That there is no hope. There's no chance. There's no redemption, there's no joy, there's no hope. Come on, somebody. But I'm telling you right now, that's just spray paint. Look at me. Spray paint can, can make anything look real. That image was very real, wasn't it? You look at that image and you realize, man, my eyes were deceived because someone painted something. I want us to take a look at Second Chronicles for a moment because this is where we're jumping off. And again, I don't want to talk terribly long this morning, but I do have some things, and most of it is scripture because if my people, say it with me, if my people. See, in this chapter, Second Chronicles chapter 7, that's where we're turning, Old Testament, Second Chronicles chapter 7, we're going to begin at verse 11. For if my people, and I want us to understand something. In this chapter, we have God answer, answering Solomon's prayer, and his public answer was fire from heaven. How many know that if you ask God a question and fire comes from heaven, you got his attention? Raise your hand if you got his attention. Come on, somebody say amen online right now. I need the media team to follow me because I want to tell you something right now. There's some of you in this room that... There's been a mirage spray paint and you've been buying it. You've been buying it. And I want to tell you something, that the public answer from heaven, God will send fire and God will make very clear that it's him. In this chapter, we see God's response to Solomon and his public answer was fire from heaven, which consumed the sacrifices. Look at verse one, chapter seven, verse one. Who's with me? Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 1. And when we look at that, when Solomon finished praying, fire came down from heaven. How many know that uh, when, you, when you're praying and then fire comes from heaven, you know that God heard you? 
You'd be like, Lord, amen. Fire comes down from heaven. I'm really glad that this sanctuary isn't burnt down this morning because we had fire last night at the prayer meeting. We have fire in the house. We have believing, we, we believe God. And while there were not as many as I was hoping would come out, can I be honest with you? When I call a prayer meeting, y'all need to show up. I'm going to tell you right now. Because if I would have said prayer meeting and wings, there would have been more people here. Maybe that's what I do next time. But I ain't hating, I'm just pastoring. When we call a prayer meeting, listen, I'm not, I'm not doing this to fill a void or fill a schedule or inconvenience you. I'm telling you, as a people of God, we need to pray. So next time I call a prayer meeting, show up. But we have fire anyway. How many know that God is not intimidated by numbers? We have people show up and we pray. And we pray for the very seat you're sitting on right now. For those of you online, we pray for you too. We pray that God's presence will be so thick in this room. We sowed a lot of seeds last night. And we've seen it this morning and harvesting. And I hope you feel that in this room right now. That there's a harvest that we're, we're reaping right now. And so let me move on with the priests and the people that were affected by this. Uh, we look at verse 2 and 3. Let's look at that together. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 2 and 3. The priests could not enter the temple of the Lord because the glory of the Lord was filled. Listen, how many have ever been in a situation where... Um, the service was so powerful that you were like, I don't even know how to put this into words. If you have not been in something like that, you're long overdue. How many are long overdue? How many just want, I sense a special presence this morning in this room. For those of you logging online, I appreciate you being logging on, but there was something in the air in this room. Why? Because we... We start taking our eyes off men and start saying, God, we put our eyes on you. And I believe that the enemy poked a sleeping giant. Let me move on. We, we pick up in verse 11. Let me just fast forward a little bit because God had accepted Solomon and his sacrifice, encouraged the people um, to feast for 14 days. And Solomon was encouraged to pursue the designs to honor God. How many, how many realize that we should honor God with our lives, right? We realize that, but I think how we go about that is difficult sometimes for us to understand. So let's pick up in verse 11 right here. Second Chronicles chapter seven, verse 11. When Solomon had finished the temple of the Lord in the royal palace and had succeeded in carrying out all he had in mind to do in the temple of the Lord and in his own palace, the Lord appeared to him at night and said, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a temple for sacrifices. Verse 13, when I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain or command a locust to devour the land or send up a plague among my people, this is where it reads. This is where a lot of people pick up then, right? We pick up right on verse 14, but we don't understand the context. The context is we are giving an offering to God. God receives that offering, and then he says this. If my people, if my People who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their good ways. Then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. 
There needs to be repentance in the house of God before we can see God move. I'm going to tell you that right now. What is repentance? It's a turning away from our way to God's way. Repentance, to repent means to turn around or to turn away from. We don't turn like this because we're right back where we started. To repent means to turn completely. That means you turn your back on that which you deemed important once upon a time. And some of us need to turn our back on our selfishness. We heard a little bit about that in ministry, and I encourage you to sign up after service, be a part of something, say, I'm interested at least. We're not contracting you. Like the moment you sign up, that's it, you're on. But you're at least saying, I'm interested in serving in this area of ministry. Because I believe say people serve people. But repentance means I turn from. So where am I? Well, wherever I am, when I repent, I turn away from that to something else. So here's what we're talking about. God expects that his people who are called by his name that have once dishonored it to now start to honor it. Those that avoided the things of God to now start paying attention to the things of God. For those that never served to serve and to love God, love people, and change the world. How is this nation going to turn around unless it be God? How is this nation going to turn around unless it be God? Now, let me tell you this real quick. I got a lot of notes. I don't know how far I'm going to get into this, but let me tell you this right now. You can either kick fear out of your heart or, you can, or it will keep you out of the places God has prepared for you. Kick fear out of your heart or else it will keep you out of the places God has prepared for you. Let that marinate for a moment. Let that settle in because you realize that some of you in this room, you've let, up, you've let fear get a hold of you in certain ways. And it's demobilized you. Look at me. It's demobilized you. And that is not, I repeat, not God's will for your life. I'm not going to fear. I'm not going to fear that I'm not good enough. I'm not going to fear elections. I'm not going to fear people. I'm not going to fear do I have enough money to pay my bills? I'm not going to fear, what if this happens? And what if that happens? And what if it doesn't? What if God is still on the throne? What if God is still ruling and reigning? What if God is not intimidated by man? Can I tell you something? He's not. I'm telling you from the word of God right now, for though we live in this world, we do not wage world. Well, excuse me, we do not wage war as the world does. Second Chronicles 10. We don't wage war like the world does. The weapons that we fight are not of this world. Stop trying to fight what is in the spirit with what is in the flesh. That is why there's so much hate on social media. Because you're trying to fight a battle that's not yours to fight. Can we be honest? Our job was made very simple in verse 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. That's our job. 2 Corinthians 2.11, so that no advantage would be taken by 
uh, of us by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his schemes. How many know the enemy's been working overtime? He's punching in overtime, and we're over here complaining. Let's be honest. We're complaining instead of praying. So what are we doing? We are reacting in the flesh when we should be reacting in the spirit. We complain. What is complaint? Has that ever worked for the people of God? Ever? Like ever in the history of mankind. It's never worked. They're in the wilderness. Manna from heaven. Water from a rock. I mean, honestly, the people of God, all we do, we whine in the flesh when we should be praying in the spirit. Can I tell you like a pastor should tell you? You may not like me. I still encourage you to tithe and give to missions. But it's my job to recollaborate you, right? Get you back on track. And so what we realize is that the enemy is taking advantage of the church. For we are not ignorant of his schemes. Church, listen, we are the people that hear from the spirit that created the heavens and the earth. Let's start acting like it. Let's start living in fear, man. Every believer battles day in and day out. And we act like we don't know the end of the book. We win. We win. I'm not going to fear. Who's not going to fear with me? Come on, who's not going to fear? If, come on, like work it till you make it there. Come on, at least try to decide for yourself. I'm not going to live in fear. For we use our powerful God tools. I like in this message translation, 2 Corinthians 10.5. In the message translation, I like the way this words, just for wording purposes, not for Greek or Hebrew. Um, we use our powerful God tools for smashing warped philosophies. I like that. We smashed warped, what is a philosophy? A man-made thought with a good intention. A philosophy. A man-made thought with good intentions. Not God intentions, because that's theology. Theology is what we believe God to be, the study of God, and what we believe God to be in his character, in his person. That's theology. Philosophy is different. See, you, we could have a difference in philosophy, and we could still agree to disagree. We could even have a difference in theology, agree to disagree. But at the end of the day, does our theology line up with the word of God? Because some of you have been taught something your whole life and all of a sudden you're coming to this moment when you're going, that's not what I'm, I was raised to hear my whole life. Anybody ever come across that road one time? So let me say this with you, share this with you real quick, just a few more verses. Colossians 2.8, see to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception according to the tradition of men, according to the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. We follow his word. We follow his promises. Who's with me still? Who's with me still? If you don't say amen, I'm going to keep preaching until you say, okay. First John. First John. Not second or third John. First John. First John tells us the first thing we need to know is this. For this 
is the love of God that we keep his, watch this, commandments. And his commandments are not to be burdensome. Download that right now. I can't lie, cheat, steal, murder, commit adultery. God is so vexing me right now. That's the way we look at commandments. Like, I got to walk this thing, and if I go off, oh my goodness, the thunderbolt of lightning of a finger is going to knock me out. Listen, if God wanted to kill you a long time ago, that would have happened. Can I tell you the truth? Because you sinned a long time ago. So did I. But you're still here. Come on, somebody check your pulse real quick. Check your pulse. You still here? If you got a pulse, say it with me. You have a purpose. If you have a pulse, say it with me. So let's go to that last slide real quick. Because where do we go from here? This is it, right here. The top part, I need everyone to pay attention to me and just... Uh, media team, just give me something really light in the background, and I kind of want to wrap it up right here, but I need you to see this. I put this together for you because I need you to see this. If my people, that's a decision. If my people, you need to make that decision. You need to make that. Every one of us. Real low, guys. Real low. Real low. If my people who are called by my name. Am I still on? First is decision. We need to make a decision. Who are called by my name. That is identity. When we got to realize who we are. We are called in his name. What does that mean? We are sons and daughters. Realize your identity today. Come on, if you're feeling fear, anxiety, uncertainty, you feel like you're on a, on, a, on a moving rock, here it is. Are you called by his name? Do you have his name? My children can talk to me and be with me in a way that most everybody in this room cannot because they have my name. I gave them their name. They have my name. Their identity is tied to me, and that's why they have access to me the way most everybody in this room doesn't. They have my name. Their identity is tied to me. If my people, decision, who are called by my name, identity, will humble themselves and pray, intercession. This is when we pray. When you know that you made a decision and you know who you are, you pray. If any of these start to fall apart, everything else starts to fall apart. Decide to identify in prayer. Seek my face. What is that? That's worship. Listen, you were created to worship. That's what you were created to. What's my purpose in this world? Real simple. Are you ready? To worship God. Period. Now, how does that look? It looks a little different. So everybody has different gifts. But at the, in its crux, in the, in the base of it all stands your worship is your gifts to God. That is your worship. You are called, you were 
born to worship. That's you. So now, if my people, decision, who are called by my name, identity, will humble themselves and pray, intercession, seek my face, worship, and turn from their wicked ways. Uh-oh, Pastor Tony, you will had me until that point. You mean I got to be different? You mean I got to change? You mean I got to stop doing what I'm doing? Yeah. If it's not right and it's not biblical, stop it. Well, that's not that easy, Pastor Tony. It is if you start with decision. You can't jump to repentance and, and skip the first four. The top part is your job. That's our job. That's your job, your job, your job, my job. That's the job of believers. If you're not a believer this morning, that's not you. That's not you. The first thing you need to do, you need to start with five. You need to repent and know Jesus as your Savior. And then start with one. But if you're a believer, you start with one. Make a decision today. That's your call. Now, what, he, what, what, what will he do? What will he do? He will give you, he will hear from heaven, salvation. Forgive our sin, redemption, and heal their land, revival. God woke me up this morning and broke this down for me. I literally grabbed my phone. I'd like to tell you that I've studied all week for this particular slide. I'd like to tell you that I went into the Greek and the Hebrew and spent 17 hours on this. But I was in my bed this morning, I woke up, and all of a sudden, if my people, decision, who called by my name, and just spit this out, I mean, literally downloaded it. I grabbed my phone, and I started talking to it. I started talking to it, because it just came to me, and I'm like, right now, this is for the people of God. And God told me, this is for the people of God. How many recognize this? This is the old school iPad. You got it all wrong. This is the original iPad. Y'all all got it wrong. You get sketchy etch? What? Y'all know it because y'all like, I got still scars as a kid because I tried to draw something on it. I couldn't get it right. Some of you are like, I can't even get T right on this thing. You with me? What is this? That's a sketch. Original iPad. See, I can draw something real cool here. Actually, this is not cool at all. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. I was never good at this. Have you? Were you good at this? No? You can't borrow it, by the way. I'm going to be working on this later. I'm going to draw. I'm going to do a Mona Lisa on this thing. <laughs> it won't look like Mona Lisa. But see, the beautiful thing about this is that when I was a kid, I remember uh, having one of these, and um, it was not this one, by the way, but it was similar. I remember drawing, trying to get, line it up and fill in. It was virtually impossible, but I think I just drew Texas. I'm not sure. It looks something like that. What I loved about this was that when I was a kid and I drew something and I messed up. I can start over. 
Hit me with that last slide that I just showed you just a moment ago. That means decision. If you can go to that last slide. If my people could make a decision, let's reset. Stand with me all across this room. If you're online right now, I want to encourage you. Reset. Reset your heart. I know we went a little long today. But I don't make no apologies because every single thing was orchestrated by God today. I really believe that. And I need us to understand something. Let me get every eyeball right here looking at me. Looking at me. Everyone. Every single one of you. Look at me. Where do we go from here? We go right here and let God begin. As he has shaken some of our lives to restart us. We fight the shake, don't we? We fight God shaking up our lives. We want, to, we want to be in full control of everything that God is doing. In our lives, we have to realize that it may not always look the way we want it to look, but we're one shake away from being able to start over. It may look like you're surrounded, but you're surrounded by him. So, friends, this is how we fight our battles. Right? Believers, if you're a believer in the house, this is how we fight our battles. We decide to identify in prayer and in worship to repent. We decide to identify in prayer and worship that we will repent first. And then, look at me, then we stop. There. In other words, not stop praying, not stop worshiping. We stop trying to do anything more than that and let God take care of the next things. Salvation, redemption, revival. If you try to do the bottom, you will fail. Because that's not your role. Your role and I'm going to go ahead and open up the altars right now, right after I pray. And I'm going to ask you to slip out of your seat and join me at this altar and decide to declare. Look at me. Look at me. Declare and decree for you and your family and this church and this community and this state and this nation that we are his. And if my people would decide to identify themselves with me, I will hear from heaven forgive their sin and heal their land Father I pray in the name of Jesus many have been shaken their faith have been rocked but here's the truth this has not shocked you at all nothing has and nothing will but we do know one thing you are our source of strength and hope and Lord we worship you because this is how we fight our battles and this is how we realize that Lord we're not surrounded by our enemies or impossibilities we're surrounded by all things are possible to them that believe Father we ask these things in the name of Jesus and everybody said come to the front join me for just a couple of minutes